This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. That ball hit pretty well. Right field, right fielder going back. This ball is out of here. Grand slam home run. Now, to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, good afternoon. Live with uh, Tuck and Slade here in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Alley P. Reynolds Stadium. As the Cougars and Oklahoma State ready to do battle here in game one of a three-game set. Had a chance to sit down with head coach Mike Littlewood just before the game and uh, get some of his thoughts. We'll play for that for you now. We are here with head coach uh, Mike Littlewood right before a big three-game set or, or, uh, against uh, Oklahoma State here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, beautiful day, a little bit of wind. I think that's what you kind of expect on the Plains coach. And and uh, after battling for that home victory 5-4 over UVU, uh, great test here, your last uh, non-conference series. Yeah, it sure is. And, and seeing those guys take batting practice, uh, you know, they're 6'4", 6'5", 6'6". I'm, I'm glad the wind's blowing in instead of out. So that's one positive. But, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day. Great challenge for us. They're a, they're a good team. Um, you know, they're always in the upper third in, in uh, the, the Big 12, which is an incredible conference, one, one of the best conferences in, in America. And so it's going to be a challenge for us, obviously, but we're going to grow and develop and get better this week. This team, uh, Oklahoma State as a team, is – uh, in the top five percentage-wise in wins in NCAA history. I mean, that just you don't think of Oklahoma State as a baseball power, but they really have been over the years. Well, I mean, when I, when I was playing, you had uh, Robin Ventura and Pete Incavelia, and, I mean, you had all those guys who were just uh, – Pete Incavelia went right from here to the big leagues. I mean, they were, they were incredible. So, in my mind, I've always thought of them as one of the top ten programs in, in the country. If somebody say, who are the best – Programs. I mean, uh, LSU, Oklahoma State, Florida. You know, it come. It just it rolls off your tongue when you say top ten. But um, you know, it's a shoot. They put the uniforms on. We do, and and they're the same age as us for the most part. And we just got to go play the game. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood for lineups and the first pitch. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, back here at Alley P. Reynolds Stadium in Stillwater. First pitch to Andrew Pintar, who's the starting second baseman for the Cougars, is over for a strike. Bright, sunshiny day here in uh, Stillwater, but windy, as they say it always is. There's a nice changeup, and uh, Pintar swings and misses for strike two. Joined by Tuckett Slade, Director of Operations for BYU Baseball. As always, Tuckett, we appreciate you being with us, and bringing your uh, great insight to the game. Pintar takes Cougars will be followed the uh, Pintar will be followed by Brock Watkins and then Hayden Latham. We'll go over the starting lineups here as we get just a minute. The pitch is up high, 2 and 2. Deming will follow Latham and play at third base. Jacob Rogers gets the start at first base today. Mitch McIntyre in center field. Abe Valdez behind the plate, Cutter Kloss in the DH and Hunter Swap in right. There's a ball hammered off the third baseman's glove. Pintar hustling, and he will get there. So Andrew Pintar, an infield single to get things started off well here for BYU. Yeah, and a good two-strike battle right there. He's just trying to fight right there, and he sees a breaking ball that's up in his zone, and he just he hammers it, almost gets through the infield, but third baseman dives and just tips off his glove and beats it out. Defensively, Max Hewitt behind the plate. Alex Garcia at first. Dylan Gardner at second. Houston Morrill is the shortstop, and Caden Polkovich is the third baseman who just about made a great play. He's in the freshman out of Pleasant Grove playing the shortstop today. He'll be followed by Latham. Noah Seifert in left. Caden Trinkle in center. Cade Cabanis in right. And Parker Scott, left-hander, on the hill for Oklahoma State in game one of this three-game set. You can listen to us on uh, Streamus or listen to us on the radio, 107.9 and 960 AM back in Utah. Appreciate you being with us as a walk and swings and then misses. You can, boy, you can see that change is a big part of Scott's. Uh, and that's a really good pitch right there. Watkins steps back in and a quick throw to first base to get, keep Pentar close. Cougars won their home opener on Tuesday night by a score of 5-4 to four over UVU. Battle back after falling behind 5-0 or 4-0 and uh, only allowed one hit past the second inning to the Wolverines. 
Watkins bunts the ball, pushes it down the first baseline, moves the runner up. Nice job by Watkins on the sack bunt. Yeah, does a good job of sacking him over, but I know Coach Littlewood right there, on, he actually called a push bunt, would like him to try to hit that more towards second base and beat the pitcher and then try to get a single out of that instead of just moving him over. But, uh, hey, you'll, you'll also take him just getting it down and getting the guy over. That brings up Hayden Latham, the left fielder. Latham, a 196 hitter with eight RBIs. He does have a couple of home runs to his. Well, there's a throwback to yep. second, and they pick him off. Bentar got picked off as the second baseman came in behind the young freshman. Good throw there by Scott Parker, or Parker Scott, and had uh, Pintar picked off. Well, so much for the sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, there goes that <laughs> sacrifice now, right, when you get picked off second. Just got caught napping right there. Just got caught flat-footed and quick snap and got him. First pitch to Latham is over for a strike. Well, like I to- uh, talked with Coach uh, Littlewood, it's all about patience with these kids and being positive. And at times that's pretty tough to do. <laughs> that pitch is outside for a ball. Just the little mental yeah, mistakes that you see stuff, happen yeah. every game that kind of add up and uh, can cost you ball games. Swing and a miss by Latham again on the change. Yeah, a lot of breaking balls right now he's throwing. Hasn't showed too many fastballs. Latham steps back in. And Parker Scott's pitch, curve ball, down low inside for a ball. The uh, Cowboys have really not pitched it well this year for for them. 4.78 earned run average as a team. They started out in Phoenix losing two of three to Grand Canyon. And uh, they come into this ballgame with an 8-5 and five record. They lost Tuesday here against Missouri State. They swept uh, Texas Rio Grande Valley. They swept Little Rock. They were beaten by UCLA and Illinois and beat Texas A&M earlier in the year. And there's a ball four to Latham. He went change up, change up, change up, and then tried to go hard in and just missed in. And that's a good two-out walk there by Latham. Boy, and this scoreboard is really difficult to pick up with that sun. The balls and strikes. Have to try to keep track of that. Pitch or the uh, throw to first base and back in safely is uh, Latham Austin Deming, who had a big two-out, two-RBI single Tuesday night to kind of get him going a little bit. Average at 216 now with eight RBIs. And Deming takes that one down low for ball two. Yeah, really need to get him going. He's a guy that, uh, you know, a big power bat in the middle of your order that can really change the game. Deming steps back in, 2-0. Ball hit into left field, base hit. So Austin jumped on the 2-0 pitch and hit it into left. And unfortunately, Cougars would have one on the board right now. Yeah, that's the without the pickoff. Those mistakes, right, Brent? Those freshman mistakes that happen. That uh, if not if not score there, you know it's at least bases loaded with one out, and you have a chance to have a big inning. Scott Parker, three uh, two wins a loss, three point oh earned run average. This is his fourth start. He's thrown eighteen innings, given up sixteen hits, seven runs, eighteen strikeouts. Ace of the staff here for the Cowboys, and the first pitch is over the inside corner for a strike to Jacob Rogers. Rogers has only had five at-bats to transfer out of UNLV. Can you tell us anything about him? Yeah, big, tall kid, 6'4". You know, has a good swing. He's he's more of a gap guy, singles guy, usually puts good at-bats together, guy that uh, coach uh, is hoping that uh, can throw him out there today against the lefty and have a couple of big knocks. Swing and a miss, and the count goes to 0-2 on Rogers. Two men out, two men on. Cougars with uh, two hits in the inning. And Rogers trying to pick him up here. 
does not have a hit yet in his division or uh, here at BYU with uh, only the five at bats. And Rogers swings and misses, goes down on strikes, another changeup. And the Cougars retired here in the first inning. No runs, two hits, no errors, two big runners left on base. We are through a half an inning. BYU nothing, and the Oklahoma State Cowboys coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade. Here's Brent Norton. Well, we go to the bottom of the first inning. Cougars with two hits. Actually had three base runners, but uh, one of them was picked off. That cost him a run before Rogers struck out to end the inning. Justin Sterner out there taking his final warm-up tosses. And, you know, Justin's been awfully good this year. And it's just this just kind of feels like the type of game that he might come in and, and put a good one on the uh, Cowboys. The Cowboys will send up uh, Houston Morrill, Caden Trinkle, and then Caden Polkovich will be the top three hitters. And here is Sterner's first pitch, and that's over for a call strike. Garcia will follow Polkovich, and then uh, Max Hewitt, Justin Campbell, Cade Cabernus, the right fielder. Dylan Gardner will be at second, bat eighth, and Noah Seifert will be in left, and he'll bat ninth. Another pitch, that's just off the plate, a ball and a strike. Defensively, the Cougars with Rodgers at first, Pentar at second, Watkins at short, Deming at third base, Hayden Latham in left, Mitch McIntyre in center, Hunter Swap in right, Valdez behind the plate, and Justin Sterner is on the hill. There's a line drive into right field, base hit. Well, he went the other way with that pitch and looked like it almost came off the handle but got enough of it to to get the ball over the second baseman's head. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of looked like Derek, Derek Jeter's swing right there. Inside out, that ball jammed him in, and he just stayed inside of it and hit a nice little soft line drive over second. Caden Trinkle now steps in. He is a freshman, 5'10", 174-pounder, hitting three oh eight with a couple of home runs this year. The prevailing wind in the ballpark is out, but today it is blowing in, especially hard from left field. There's a curveball in the inside corner for a strike. I think if you you pulled the ball down the right field line, I think you'd probably get a little bit of help, but well, anything, actually, anything hit the left right now is going to get knocked down. The ones that will get the most help, Brent, is the right-handed hitters that hit the ball to right center because with the way the ball spins off your bat that way, it's going to jet stream's going to push it that way. We saw a lot of home runs in BP with our right-handed hitters hitting it to right center. The other way. Yeah. 0-2 the count as Trinkle swings and misses. Well, it looks beautiful out there, but it's a little cool with that wind blowing. Yeah, it's chilly. Not as bad as New Mexico, though, right? Yeah, not as bad, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's chilly. Here's the 0-2 pitch ball fouled off. Trinkle, as we mentioned, center fielder wearing number 28. He is from Hillsboro, Texas, Hillsboro High School. Much like the Cougars, uh, only not quite uh, as much. They, this is a young team. Several freshman arms on this squad, just like the Cougars have. Cougars today starting four freshmen in the field. Pitch just off the plate for a ball. And that's been kind of a common occurrence this year, Brent. They've had four, sometimes even six total starting freshmen this year. So we got Swap in right field. Haven't seen him much. Young man out of Jordan High School. Very talented kid getting the start here today in game one. Pitches up high. And the count now two and two. On Trinkle, he'll be followed by Caden Polkovich. This team hitting 307, that's 23rd in the nation. They run quite a bit. They've got 17 stolen bases on the year. So good team speed. Ball fouled off again. 
They are building a new ballpark, and uh, when they signed the contract for this, they thought they would be playing at that ballpark. Unfortunately, they're not. It's called O'Brate Stadium. It's just about a half a block from here. And I'm telling you, that is the best, nicest collegiate ballpark I have ever seen. $75 million, Brent. How about that? Unbelievable. Un- really incredible. Swing and foul tip back into Valdez's glove for a strikeout. And the unbelievable thing, it only seats 8,000 permanent seats, but they have more little areas for families and yep. for the team and for parties. And I mean, they have just uh, thought of everything. Yeah, and uh, uh, it is unbelievable. It was $35 million given by Mr. O'Brate, Cecil O'Brate. I've been told he's a farmer up in Kansas that went to Oklahoma State for a couple of years and out of the blue just kind of came out and said, hey, I'll give you some money for a baseball stadium. Yeah, I want to know that guy. <laughs> My goodness. Polkovich will step in. First pitch is inside for a ball. So one man on, one man out. Well, it's a big spot in the game here, Brent. You don't want to give this team a ton of momentum early because they're an offensive team. You want to keep it close and put up a bunch of zeros early and make yourself feel like you got a chance. 1-0 pitch. Runner thought he was or went like he was going. Then he put the brakes on back to first base. 3.30 down the lines here, 3.98 into straightaway center field. And with this wind... And they say the wind is normally prevailing out. But I'll tell you, you saw we saw some balls flying out of here during BP. So this is kind of a home run type of ballpark. There's a ball that gets thrown away. It hits the umpire. First baseman Rogers unable to c- come oh, up with man. it. Oh, man, make a throw. Yeah, if Rogers had uh, he stabbed at it a couple of times, if he could have picked it up, he would have easily had the runner. Yeah, we caught a break there. The ball gets away from Rogers, a bad throw by Sterner, but it hits the umpire, and the base runner didn't see that, and it just went about five feet from first. Rogers went for it, grabbed it, missed it, grabbed it again, finally got it, and then the throw just not in time, and he steals second base because of it. That'll be an error on the pitcher. It was really a bad throw by Sterner. Rogers had no chance to, to get the original throw, but if he had made the play after that, they would have had the runner at second base, as you mentioned. Polkovich steps in, third baseman. Runner at second base, one ball and one strike. And here's the pitch, just off the plate for a ball. Empires today, Dale Luker behind the plate. Trent Petrie at first base, Asa Howard at second. And Burl Butler at third. Play this mid-afternoon game here. I think they do that in March just because of the cold to try to get a few more people into the stands. Quick throw back to second base. Good throw, but uh, the runner beat it back. And you, you can see the uh, the shadow of the grandstand uh, just coming over home plate now. So uh, there's going to be some sun issues here as we go yeah. throughout this uh, afternoon. Yeah, it definitely is. I was talking to their ops guy this morning, and he was saying that uh, it, their Tuesday midweek game at night was so cold here. Because of the wind. Swing and a miss. Good curveball there by Sterner. They said it was like into the mid-30s, but with the wind, it felt like it was below 20. And they were just like thinking about not even playing the game because it was so cold. This, uh, the high plains of Oklahoma, I'm telling you. It's flat as a pancake here. But, boy, I'll tell you, you talk about facilities on this campus. Unbelievable. Boone Pickens. Yep. Big football stadium behind the baseball stadium here. There's a line drive left field. That ball's going to drop. Runner around second base. He'll hold as uh, Latham got a good jump on that. and The ball kind of curved back toward him. He grabbed it on one hop to save the run. So the runners will be at first and third base, and that will bring Alex Garcia to the plate. Yeah, that ball was just kind of flared into left, just drops right in front of him. Um, he He was shading a little bit towards the line. But uh, elevated pitch that he put a good swing on. But now if you're Justin, you're really, really trying for a big-time double play ball right here. Alex Garcia, he's the guy that can do it. Not a lot of speed, 6'2", 225. Good 
A good power, a home run, eight RBIs. He is out of Othello, Washington, by way of Central Valley or Central Arizona, JC. Him and uh, another one of their players are JC kids that have come in and just uh, taken positions. And here he is hitting the cleanup, hitting 327. Pretty good start for his Division One career. Yeah, for sure. They lost a ton of offense on last year's Super Regional team. They were Big 12 champs last year. They're good. They were a talented offensive team last year. The 0-1, that's over for a strike. One ball and one strike to Garcia. OSU is the fifth winningest team percentage-wise in NCAA history in baseball. Can you guess the, the four ahead of them? I won't. Well, just think about it a minute, and then we'll talk about it. I got a pretty good idea. Sterner from the stretch, runners at the corners. One man out there goes the runner from first base, and he's going to slide in safely as the ball popped out of the glove. It was a strike, but it popped out of the glove of Valdez. I think he was in such a hurry to grab that ball and make the throw. Yeah, and it was a. It looked like it was a hit and run right there. Swung through. I'm not sure he had had a chance to throw him out. It was a great jump, but. Uh, now they got second and third with one out. You got a one-two count, though. You're looking for a strikeout right here. One and two. Garcia steps back. Ball fouled off. And the count now two and two. Well, give me a shot. Who are the name a couple of teams who might be above Oak State? I would say LSU. Not LSU. Hmm. That would have been one of my guesses. Florida State. Florida State, number one. Yeah. Texas, two. Miami, three. Arizona State, four. And then Oklahoma State. All those fouled teams, off again. All those teams in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and 90s for Arizona Just, State. Yeah, dominated. Yeah. And they're back. They're back to me. And they had a few down years there in a row. But, boy, do they have a good team right now. Oklahoma State threatening here in the first. Runners at second and third. One man out. Garcia in with a 1-2 count. Sterner will work from the stretch with the runners at third. And a swing and a miss. Good pitch by Sterner right there. That's a huge strikeout. You know, with the infield playing back there, you just put a ball in play, and you're going to score a run there. Now you got a chance to get out of this. Got to bear down right here. Sterner averaging about 10 strikeouts every nine innings. So just about what we saw last year out of Justin. Has been a little bit of a tough luck pitcher this year. He's, he's been pretty good, 3.18 earned run, but average. But the Cougars offensively just have not really been able to support him. Sterner holding opponents to a 257 average, 19 strikeouts in those 17 innings. And Max Hewitt, a senior out of Ontario, Canada, steps in. He'll hit from the left side. And the first pitch is up high, ball one. Hewitt, six foot, 192 pounder. Leads this team, hitting 444 on the year. 45 at bats, 20 hits, three doubles, a home run, 10 RBIs. As Hewitt up there with an opportunity to give the Cowboys an early lead. And here is Sterner's pitch. Ball fouled straight back. Well, with the switch hitter in the lineup in the three-hole, they have seven lefties starting today against the right-handed pitcher. That, uh, which on a day like today with the way the wind is blowing, uh, get that ball up in the air that way and see what yep. happens. Got to keep the ball down today as a pitcher. You got to keep the ball down. And really, if you're Sterner, you just keep the ball away to left-handers and force them to... Pop it up to left. Sterner again looks in. And here's the pitch. Checked his swing on a pitch, a breaking pitch. It's outside for a ball. Three and one the count now on Max Hewitt. Freshman Justin Campbell's on deck. He's 6'7", 228 pounds from Simi Valley, California, DHing. 471 average for Campbell, but only 17 at-bats on the year. Got 
Again, Sterner with the 3-1. Now uh, Hewitt calls timeout at the plate. That's a big pitch right here. You do have first base open. Got a freshman on deck. You want to you want to execute a pitch right here. You don't want to throw anything down the middle. It's a good hitter right here. He's going to score two runs if you do. Talking about Boone Pickens, who's given hundreds of millions of dollars to this university, and all you got to do is look at this football facility behind us. Unbelievable. That ball fouled up and out of play. Hi, this is Lisa. Is your significant other emotionally close? Yeah. Well, got it to full count. Big time spot right here. Three and two, two out, two on. Here's the pitch. Sterner. Ball is fouled out in front of home plate. I think that came up and off of uh, Hewitt. Yeah. Big hop. Fouled it off. Decent crowd in the ballpark today. Reynolds Stadium, 20 years old. There was one error and two men left. We're through one complete. No score, Oklahoma State and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the top of the second. No score, BYU, Oklahoma State here in Stillwater. Both teams are two hits. Both teams threatened in the first, but uh, just couldn't come up with a big hit to knock anybody in. Nice job by the both starting pitchers as Mitch McIntyre steps in. Mitch uh, squares the bunt, takes the pitch over for a call strike one. Mitch, uh, eight RBIs on the year. 217 average for McIntyre. And that pitch is over for a call strike two. Boy, and when you're struggling, it just seems like that pitcher, seems like everybody's a Sandy Koufax yeah, out there against yeah, no you. No <laughs> kidding. It feels like everything is just fantastic, and you can't catch a break. Here's the 0-2. That's down low for a ball. And Mitchell get things going. He's just going through a little slump right now. But uh, he'll uh, he'll catch his stride here and carry this offense. He's just too talented not to. Pitch to McIntyre just off the plate, two and two the count. Got a little shift going on right here. Mitch, the junior out of Tooele, all-conference selection last year as well as the preseason pick this year in the West Coast Conference. Curveball over for call, strike three. Ball looked up a little bit. So McIntyre strikes out, and that will bring up Abe Valdez. Mitch Cougars uh, struck out 15 times on Tuesday night, and that's where they've just got to put the ball in play. Coach uh, Littlewood mentioned that in the pregame. They've been talking about that after the game Tuesday, and again today, pitch is over for a strike. What do you do as a coach? I mean, what do you do to coach that? You what just do you, keep is coaching. it just a mental thing? Yeah, you just keep coaching them. You just get them into battle mode, and you just keep coaching them. Pitch to Valdez. Ball hit pretty well. Right fielder looking up. Come on, Going wind. back right at the wall. He makes the catch for the out. Ball hit hard. I thought when that thing left the bat, it had a chance. Yes, it did. But the ball was caught by Cabanus out there in right field for out number two. And that will bring to the plate uh, Cutter Clausen, who has really swung in the bat well, the young freshman, out of uh, Laguna Beach, hitting 438. Two home runs, 11 RBIs, and he's kind of cemented himself in that DH position right now. Yeah, he's seen it really well. He did get a hit against the lefty and against UVU. Different type of lefty. That was a soft lefty. This is a, a little more firmer with nastier stuff. Swing and a miss, 0-2 to Clawson. But I know uh, Coach wants to give him a chance against the lefty to see how he can do since, you know, you're going to face lefties in league play. Pitch is a swing and a miss, a pitch out of the zone. Two strikeouts in the inning by BYU. We're through an inning and a half. No score, BYU and Oklahoma State on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We're back. Bottom of the second inning, Brent Norton, Tuckett Slate, no score through an inning and a third. And 
the Cougars were retired in order in their half of the inning. Justin Campbell steps in. As I mentioned, Campbell hitting 471 this year. It's a big kid, Brian. As a true freshman, he is a big kid. It's got him listed at 6'7", 228, and I'll guarantee you, he weighs. That 228's not even close. I'd say closer to 240, 250. He's a big kid. He's a big boy. Pitch from Sterner's up high for a ball. Campbell, Cabanus, and Gardner, the three hitters scheduled for the Cowboys. Cougars pretty much playing uh, Campbell straight away in the field. As Sterner. His pitch is over for a strike. Sterner always works out of the stretch. Doesn't matter if anybody's on base, whatever. He's just more comfortable out of the stretch. Kid's got dynamic stuff, throws very well. And here is the 2-1 pitch. That's over for a call, strike two. She mentioned this team, uh, 307 coming into the game. That's uh, top 25 of the nation. Both uh, teams allowing about four runs a game from their pitching staffs. There's a ball fouled up into the crowd here. And the count remains at two balls, two strikes. Yeah, you know, if you take away just a couple of two games out of our starting pitchers, just two games, our uh, our, our earn run average is so different. It would be probably under three. Sterner looks in. He's got the sign. And here is the 2-2 pitch. That's outside for ball three. Coach Mike Littlewood in his eighth year, 222 wins, 166 losses. He's won three West Coast Conference championships. Assisted by Trent Pratt, Brett Herring, uh, Michael Bradshaw, and uh, Tuckett Slade here next to me. That ball's fouled out of play in the count uh, three and two. They have a student activity center, or what's the name of it right here behind us? I think it's for athletes. Okay. I don't know it what it looks called. as big as a hangar that you'd see at a at a an airport. I mean it's it's not like a student activity center. It is a like a, a performance center for athletics. Well, there's a good curveball and uh, Campbell just fouled it off. You know, every breaking ball that Justin's throwing today, they're just doing a really good job of just fighting it off. That was a that's a strikeout pitch right there, and he just barely found a way to foul that back to see another pitch. Three and two, the count. Nobody on. We are in the bottom of the second inning. Another pitch fouled off. Well, I'll tell you, Oklahoma State really making Sterner work out there. His pitch count is up for sure early in this ballgame. He's up past 30 pitches already here in the second inning. Again, the 3-2. Sterner looks in. Here's the pitch to Valdez, and another pitch fouled off. Out of play. They're going to have to go rub up, up yeah. some new baseballs no here in the second inning. No kidding. Campbell's losing a bunch of them here early. Again, Sterner from the stretch. And here's the pitch, and that is outside ball four. That was a good battle there by Campbell that just went ahead and won it. Turner tried to go fastball away and just just kept running away from his hand right there. The shadows are right about halfway to the mound now, so the ball coming out of the sun into the shadow, which is always a, a real advantage for pitchers. Yeah, huge pitcher's advantage right now. And it also makes it tough on the infield. Sometimes you don't see the ball coming off their bat as as easy. Sometimes you have a little delayed reaction because of that. Yeah, ball coming out of the sh- uh, shadow into the bright sunlight. And here's Sterner's first pitch, and that one's fouled off by Cabernet. Uh, Cabernet's really known for his tremendous defense. He's the right fielder for the Cowboys. He's a senior out of Bixby, Oklahoma. 
be followed by Dylan Gardner, the second baseman. No score, bottom of the second, Oklahoma State and BYU, big non-conference uh, matchup. Pitches down low. Cougars getting ready for next week's uh, conference opener against uh, LMU, who has one of the top pitchers in the nation. Yes, they do. Oklahoma State uh, still has a couple of non-conference series, St. Louis and Fresno State, before starting out against TCU. Ball fouled up and out of play. Boy, not a lot of swing and misses yeah, by this I was this just going to say, there's a, I mean, Sterner usually gets a ton of swing and miss, and so far they're fouling off a lot of pitches. i tell you one thing, as tough as a pitcher, when it's blowing the way it is, you constantly have to keep licking your hand to keep trying to get the grip. It just doesn't feel as comfortable as normal. Sterner from the mound is outside. And the count now two and two on Cabernus. Cabernus, a 243 hitter, has started eight of the ten games. 37 at bats, nine hits. Does have a home run and five RBIs. That ball's hit pretty well. Center fielder, however, is going to get there. Mitch McIntyre, he's there and makes the catch for the out. Boy, you can see right there. The difference of hitting the ball to right versus yeah. center. That ball came way back in toward uh, McIntyre. It looked like it was hit very well. Yeah, off the bat, I almost said, uh-oh. I thought it was going to go over his head. But really, he just took about two or three steps, and it was right at him. Yeah, anything from right center field to the right field line will get a little bit of a boost, but everything else, that ball's going to get knocked down. As Dylan Gardner steps in, a junior out of Stillwater, a 143 average. I don't think Campbell much of a stolen base threat. That's six, uh, seven, 240 pound frame. Gardner, a local right here out of Stillwater. He's only had seven at bats this year, does have one hit. And there's a pitch. It's a little bit low for a ball. You know, you look at the history of this program. They've won one national championship, but 20 World Series appearances. It's unbelievable. They they just win, and they win a lot. Oklahoma State leads the series against BYU. Nine wins, four losses. Last time they played was in 2009 here. Pitch is fouled out. They start Campbell on the pitch, and the count now one and two. Two-game series that uh, was won by the Cowboys. They were picked second in the Big 12 preseason, just as the Cougars were picked second in the West Coast Conference. Their head coach, Josh Holliday, he played here. And uh, this is his eighth year. He's really kind of, they went through a little bit of a struggle, and he has brought them back quickly. There's a curveball just about hit him inside for a ball. Yeah, they're, uh, the, the Holiday family is like legends in this town. I mean, obviously his brother Matt, big league all-star. And, I mean, Matt was born in Stillwater. Josh's dad was the a coach here for 25 right. years. So, yeah, they uh, they own this town when it comes to baseball, this family. Throw to first base and Campbell back in safely. I was told that uh, when Josh got the job eight years ago, you know, they had gone through some ups and downs and they were struggling, that the community was just so excited to have that family back running the program again. And he's done some amazing things since he's been here. They're just getting better every year. Here's Sterner's pitch. Strike three called. Good pitch on the outside corner for out number two. Sterner's third strikeout of the ball game. I guess the umpire messed up and it was only strike two. Oh, I thought it was strike three. I'll tell you, it's impossible yeah, the scoreboard. To, to see that scoreboard yeah. with the sun uh, beating on it, uh, just the angle. So I guess the count now two and two to Gardner. Yeah, they have uh, Matt Holliday, of course, uh, former big leaguer, and Robin Ventura, both as volunteer assistants in this program. 
Yes, you're allowed the one volunteer assistant. And then wow, they got uh, Ruben is that uh, he is what's called a student assistant. So he's actually going to school here, taking at least six credit hours. The ex-big leaguer and big league manager is now a student at <laughs> Oklahoma State and, and coaching here as a student Assistance Be- between so. them for over four thousand major league games, over six hundred home runs, to- over twenty four hundred RBIs, and that pitch is inside ball four. So a walk to Dylan Gardner after we thought we had him struck out. Runners at first and second base. The number nine hitter will step in. Noah Seifert will step in. He's out, out of uh, Lubbock, Texas, a junior. Hitting an even 300. Seifert wearing uh, number 14 on the back of that white uh, Oklahoma State jersey. As Oklahoma State, again, two guys on base here, just like they did in the first inning here in the second. And Seifert's uh, pitch is inside ball one. The pitch, uh, again, a curveball that got away from Sterner a little bit. Well, Sterner has had such good command of that pitch his first three starts of the year, and uh, today he doesn't quite have the feel for that. He's already up to 52 pitches now here in the second inning. It's already the fourth base runner they've had on base now with the two in this inning. That's tough. First game of a three-game set to have your pitch count so high by your starter, you'd like to get six, seven innings out of him and save a little of your bullpen for... Yeah, we'll the rest say, of the series. I will say the benefit of this weekend, finally, it's only three games. We've been having to play four games, and so if we were had a four-game series, you would just be in big trouble, you know. But with three, you still have a few more bullpen arms that you could actually go to early if you needed to here. You just don't want to let this get out of control early. And those are good bullpen arms. Yes, they are. Now Michael Bradshaw, the pitching coach for the Cougars, is uh, going to walk out. And talk with Sterner about uh, what he might be doing or what he can do to improve the Cougars. You know, when you look at them this year, they've beat some great teams. Oregon State, who was ranked. They beat Gonzaga, who's picked above them in the conference. They beat Cal Poly, three of four. Excellent ball club. They played New Mexico six times, lost five to them, which was just just crazy. They played them twice in Phoenix, four times in Albuquerque. Uh, New Mexico, very, very tough team to beat on their home field. They're just kind of built for that Yeah, they're they're, field. A, they're a veteran, grinded-out type, tough team that uh, just kind of took it to the young team in Albuquerque last weekend. And we had a shot to win two of those games. You know, we got walked off in game one, you know, and then had a big game where we blew them out, and then they blew us out, and then there was a close game. So good learning experience for this team. There's a pitch that's over for a strike. Two and one now on Seifert. The left fielder top of the order, Houston Morrill, is due up next. Well, looking for a big ground ball right here. Try to get out of this inning unscathed. Sterner looks in, has got the sign from Valdez. And the pitch. Runners going on the hit and run. And wow, you don't see that very often. Pitch was up a little bit, probably about letter high. Yeah. Fortunately for Oklahoma State, he fouled it off. Yeah, and, and unfortunate for us because Campbell would have been absolutely yeah. hosed at third because he had such a bad jump on the hit and run. By the time he swung, he would only took like yeah. probably two steps. Not two big steps because he's 6'5", but... Uh, and Valdez, I mean, I mean, with a left-handed hitter, had an yeah. easy throw to third. Two and two the count. Seifert steps back in. There's a curveball. It's fouled off. But it's those little things that, I mean, Seifert knows that it's a hit and run, and he's got to do find any way to put a ball in play or at least foul it back, and that's what he did. Oklahoma State doing everything they can, just trying to get things going here, get the runners moving. Seen it in both the first two innings. And here is the 2-2. Swinging strike three. Looked like he was thinking curveball, and and uh, Sterner just threw that fastball right past him. Yeah, good pitch right there. Now, just like you did in the first inning, you have to find a way to get a, a big two-out out right here because two-out hits are just backbreakers, Brent. 
Three strikeouts now for Sterner. And Houston Morrill steps in. He singled his first time up. Morrill out of Live Oak, Florida. He is a sophomore. As Sterner's first pitch is down low. Nice block by Valdez there to just keep that ball in front of him. I tell you what, Brent Valdez has done a really good job this year of catching. You know, he was a, a big-time contributor for us last year as a, you know, kind of a, a late-inning pinch hitter type right. role, but didn't get to catch too many games last year because Noah was so good. But, boy, he's been really good this year defensively for us. One and all the count to Morrill. And here's the pitch. Ball popped up into center field. Should be a play for McIntyre. He goes over. The wind's got it. And wow. Mitch runs it down in front of the right fielder. Hunter Swap went a long way, made the catch for the out. And the Cougars retire the Cowboys here in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, but two runners left on. We're through two complete. No score. Oklahoma State and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here. As we go to the third, no score, Oklahoma State, BYU. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade, bringing you BYU baseball. First game of a three-game set against the Cowboys here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And the first pitch is over for a call strike to Hunter Swap. This is a young man most of the Cougar fans have not seen, but this kid's got a very bright future, the freshman Jordan High School. I don't know if I've, uh, you know, you have to go back to Hanneman and guys like that to see the kind of athlete that we're seeing with yeah. Swap. He's an elite athlete and has a chance to be a really good baseball player just being confident. Pitches outside for a ball. Believe it or not, this kid is faster than Jelilich. Yeah, hard to say that. And this kid is big. Weighs about, uh, he's got him listed at 210, and he can absolutely fly. Pitch to Swap is fouled off. Yeah, when he, when he gets it all figured out, Brent, and gets some confidence... Because that's the one thing with these young freshmen. A lot of it comes down to just confidence, believing that they can play at this level because they never had to face talent like this. Once that happens, it's going to be scary to see what he can do. Swap only five at-bats this year, still looking for his first Division I hit in right field today for BYU. And the pitch to Swap. He swings and misses, goes down on strikes for out number one. And that will bring the top of the order and Andrew Pintar. It kind of looked like he got fooled there. It kind of looked like an, a late excuse me type swing. So Swap strikes out and Pintar steps in. Pintar singled his first time up. First pitch over for a strike. Curveball caught the outside corner. Tell Andrew with 319 average coming into the game. Parker Scott has got all three pitches going right now. Here's Scott's 0-1. That's outside for a ball. The new ballpark they're building here that will be open on the 20th of this month has a 2,000-square-foot video board. And I kid you not, that thing is the kind of quality that you would see in a major league ballpark. Yeah, it's it beautiful. It is massive. Hey, don't you worry until next year, Brent. Just wait till we bust out ours next is year. Is it going to be 2,000? It's, I don't know the exact square footage. <laughs> All I know that it's, it's, it's 50 by 20, 20, uh, 25 feet. So That's nice. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Pitches up high for a ball. And it's going to be exactly where their scoreboard is right here in right center at our field. It's going to be awesome. A little different, just uh, the movement from down yep. the left field line, which is the right place to put it, out in the corner or out in the uh, – Power alley somewhere. The pitch is uh, fouled off. So two balls, two strikes to Pintars. The Cougars trying to get something going here. They have two hits through two innings. And the pitch to Pintar, and he swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Two men out. And Brock Watkins will step in. Critical play so far right now for the Cougars is Pintar getting picked yeah. off at second base. If he hadn't, 
There was a base hit right after that that I think he would have scored on a ball not hit that hard to left. Pitch is over for a strike, and uh, Watkins had a sack bunt his first time up to move Pintar to second base. That pitch is over for call strike two. He went fastball away for strike one, then he went changeup away, down and away for strike two. I mean, when you're getting a changeup called for a strike, it, it becomes really difficult as a hitter. Here's the 0-2, a swing and a miss. Watkins goes down on strikes. And the Cougars with uh, five strikeouts in the last uh, two innings retired here in the third. We're through two and a half. No score. Oklahoma State and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade. Here's Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the third. No score. Caden Trinkle will step in. For the Cowboys, he's the number two hitter in the lineup. Struck out his first time up. And the first pitch, a swing and a miss for strike one. Trinko, Pakovic, and Alex Garcia, the three scheduled hitters. For this, uh, the Cowboys. Not a cloud in the sky here in Oklahoma. It's supposed to be that way all three days. Maybe not quite as much wind tomorrow and then Saturday really supposed to blow and, what, 60, 65 every day. Yeah, I think tomorrow could be a really nice day with uh, only about five, six-mile-an-hour winds, but it's supposed to be up to 25 miles an hour on Saturday. Here's the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss for strike two. Yeah, right now I'd say, what, maybe 12, 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Blowing directly in from left field. You can see how shallow Latham, the left fielder, is playing. One and two the count to Trinkle. 308 average. There's a fly ball. McIntyre in center coming over. He's going to get there, and he will make the catch for the out. Very nicely done. He loved getting leadoff hitter out, Brent. It just it makes the inning so difficult for an offense. Polkovich steps in. He has singled his first time up, hit one into left field. Hitting 326, coming into the game with a home run and 10 RBIs. This Oklahoma State team, not quite as young as BYU, but they do have 11 freshmen on this team, true freshmen, three redshirt freshmen, and seven sophomores. So, like you said, they lost a lot from last year's team, but they were still picked preseason to take second place in the Big 12, and there's some big-time Schools in this conference, including uh, Texas Tech, who is one of the top-rated schools in the nation right now, they're thirteen and one. TCU ten and two, Oklahoma eleven and three, and Texas ten and three on the year. Here's the pitch. That ball's hit pretty well to left field. Swap going over. He's unable to get there. That ball's going to go up against the wall, and Pokovic is going to end up with a double. Boy, that was a absolute rocket yeah just missiled and that's one of those ones because the the shade still is in the left hand batter's box and you could tell that swap didn't see it great off the bat because he had kind of a delayed reaction and the, the only chance you have of making that play is you have to see it perfectly off the bat and it just got by him and bounced off the wall that'll bring up uh, garcia he uh, struck out his first time up so a runner at second base the uh Cowboys have uh, had runners in scoring position in every inning. Swing and a miss for a strike by Garcia. Well, Sterner's been curveball heavy this inning, and he's been doing a much better a much better job right there of just throwing it for strikes. Justin Sterner, wearing number 18 out of Laguna Niguel, California. He is a junior. And here is Sterner's pitch. The ball gets away from Valdez, and the runner moves up. That's a really good read right there by the runner. The minute he saw that breaking down, he started breaking towards third, and as soon as he saw it skip away, he was getting there easy. Now, Sterner has a brother, Jack, who's a freshman. 6'5", 240. Tell us about Jack. Yeah, Jack's awesome. Just coming off Tommy John surgery. Missed all of last year. 
So slowly getting him back into action. There's the pitch, and that's a, a little bit inside for a ball. Yeah, that's one where Abe setting up outside, and he kind of missed his location and threw it inside. So he had back. So a lot of times umpires aren't going to give you that call when you miss your spot like that, even though from here it looks like a strike. Cougars back in the infield, willing to give up the run for the out here in this situation. Runner at third base, one man out, and here is Sterner's pitch. A little bit low for a ball. This is the same spot that he was up in last time, Garcia. He had second and third with one out and struck out. He definitely wants to redeem himself right here. He's got a 3-1 count. He's going to be ready to hit a fastball right here. Sterner, long look in at uh, Valdez. Runner at third base. Pretty good lead, and there's a ball popped up right back here by us in the press box area. So the count goes full three and two to Garcia. With that runner at third base. Go to your best pitch right here, looking for a strikeout or an infield pop out. Garcia set at the plate, and here is Sterner's pitch. Just off the plate for ball four. Sterner thought he had him. So runners at the corners, and Max Hewitt, who grounded out to the shortstop his first time up, steps in. and Again, right now, looking for that double play ground ball with one man out. Well, the exact same ball he had him do two innings ago. You'd look for right here. If you can get a ground ball to short here, you can get out of this inning. You might see them with this, where they have it right here. They might try to safety squeeze here, Brent, with the left-handed hitter, try to pull the ball towards first, bring in a run, and advance the runner up. Yeah, the way they've been hit and running, that uh, certainly wouldn't be a surprise. The only the only difference here, you got a left-handed hitter, so you don't see it quite as much with a guy up there. And there's the bunt, and there's the throw, and here comes the throw. Got home, him. He's out. Great job, Sterner. Great job by Sterner. Came in, gloved the ball, flipped the ball out of his glove right to Valdez, and the base runner tagged out easily. I think the only question was if Valdez was able to hold on, and he did. Yeah, he uh, he glove flipped it perfectly, a line drive about two feet off the ground right to Abe, and Abe tag, puts the tag down and gets him easy. That's a great job by Sterner. Good call by Tuckett Slade hey. right there. You get lucky once in a while. Had really lucked out in Jaron Hall's Grand Slam last week. I, I called my shot on that one, and he happened to hit it. So it doesn't happen very often. It, it, it happens every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Good job. That brings up uh, Campbell, the big uh, six foot seven, two 230-pounder in the first pitch down low, ball one. So a great defensive play there by Sterner and Valdez. Denies Oklahoma State of the first run of the game. One ball and no strikes to Justin Campbell. Runners now at uh, first and second base for the Cowboys. And that pitch way inside. I don't know how it didn't hit him. And the ball got away from Valdez about 10 feet, but both run, neither runner advanced, surprisingly. Fortunately, they had the left-handed hitter, and he's so big that he shaded the ball from Garcia at second, he couldn't see how far away that ball was getting to. If he just saw it easy, they both would have moved up there. We'll take it, though. 2-0 the count. Sterner's pitch, a swing and a miss. Good fastball there. That uh, Campbell a little late on the swing. These two teams, same time tomorrow, 4 o'clock here, 3 o'clock back in Utah. And then Saturday, a, a noon start here in Stillwater. That'll be 11 a.m. start. We'll have all the games for you here on 107.9 FM and 960 a.m. Swing foul tip back into Valdez's glove. I tell you what, Brent, I love it when schools don't really care about making their fans happy. They care about, like, the athletes where – a 4 o'clock game, so you can get at least two hours of sunlight instead of doing a normal 6 o'clock game this time of year with the with the temperature. 
And it's it's awesome. In Mexico, we had three o'clock games. I mean, just great. Pitch is fouled off. Well, you you know you normally think of Oklahoma, man, they could be playing night games year round. But yeah, I'm telling you, it it gets cold here, and and you add the wind element yeah. to it, and it. Uh, it gets really cold, and you, you felt a lot of that down in New Mexico, and it just I think it's just a, even heightened more here in Oklahoma. Yes, it is. 2-2 two, two count. Go get him right here. Here's Sterner again trying to work out of a jam here in the third inning. Here's the pitch. Popped up foul again. And this is the matchup for Sterner that with seven lefties in the lineup, right, he doesn't really have – a ball that moves away from left-handers. He has his really good slider that moves away from righties, but so his his slider's breaking in, and so that's why he's not getting as much swing and miss. If he had a changeup that could run away from the hitters, you know, you get more swing and miss opportunities. He's got to trust his fastball in these spots. Sterner now 72 pitches, and we're just in the third inning. Here's the pitch popped up, playable left fielder. Hayden Latham coming in a couple of steps. He's there and makes the catch for the out, and the Cougars dodge another bullet here in the inning. Good good defensive play by by uh, Sterner and Valdez saved him. No runs. One hit, no errors, two runners left on. They've left two on in every inning. We're through three, no score. Oklahoma State and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 